Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Good morning. Welcome to Fantasy Sports Today on SportsGrid. We got you for the next hour, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, going over everything happening in the world of fantasy sports. Of course, the NFL Draft is coming up on Thursday. Our live coverage from Las Vegas. Scott Farrell, Gabe Morency, we will have you covered. So make sure you tune in to our draft coverage on Thursday. We're going to dive in for the first time here on this Tuesday. Davis and I go take a look at some of the fantasy ramifications from what may happen in this draft. But immediately on our agenda today, Davis, are the ramifications from the NBA playoffs last night. We did see the Boston Celtics sweep the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, despite the Utah Jazz sort of hanging around in this thing, my gosh, if they do not have their top scorer in the next game, I think that this is an exit for them and Dallas moves on. Yeah, that was, uh, it was pretty ugly last night. You know, 77 points in game five of an NBA series. Uh, not not really going to get it done, right? 55 points, not, uh, not going to cut the mustard. Luka Doncic was really good. Last night, 33 points, 13 rebounds, five assists. Looks, um, you know, pretty spry coming back from that capture. And I guess, you know, if you were uh, looking to be optimistic, Luka Doncic kind of has the sort of game where maybe if he is a little bit hobbled, he can still kind of get it done because his game is not, you know, it's it's not like this is a 27-year-old Russell Westbrook where it's all about the athleticism. Luka is kind of you know, crafty and gets to his spot. So, think he's figuring it out and uh yeah i mean just more good basketball for us last night yeah definitely so three games tonight we'll have a preview we'll hear from nate mcmillan the head coach of the atlanta hawks coming up but here are the headlines as we begin the show here on this tuesday jazz lose game five they may not have donovan mitchell for game six if so it's big trouble no question about it not the greatest performance yesterday the Brooklyn Nets are just getting hammered by everybody who covers the NBA today. They lose and they are eliminated from the playoffs. Boston looks great. They are moving on. The Mets win after coming back with two outs in the ninth inning. Nolan Arenado makes an error, which you almost never see. The Mets are playing unbelievable here in 2022. Great pitching, timely hitting. And Phil Mickelson registers for the majors, wants to play in, uh, in a live event, in the live event this year. So I, I think that having Phil back, you know, certainly would be very big for the sport. He took a little time away, Davis, but him being back just makes it more interesting. Kind of how Tiger Woods made it interesting. I wonder if we'll see a Tiger and Phil in a major this year. 
Yeah, I mean, we all kind of missed Phil at uh, at Augusta. It was just weird to have a Masters event go off without Phil, you know, making his crazy wedge shots right off the green on these. Uh, you know, it's, it's like he's he's the master of that. And uh, not even not even that far in recent memory, we had Phil winning a major at like 400 to one or whatever he went off on. But I, I think, you know, next to Tiger, Phil is kind of one of the guys that you're you're very ca you casual average golf fan knows who he is likes to see some of the shots from so i i think it's it's probably good for the game to have phil involved and uh, does not seem like the saudi arabia backed golf tour is is has that much steam right now last uh last i read robert garrigus is the first pga tour golfer to request a release from his pga tour duties mm -hmm. to play in saudi arabia so uh, I guess it kind of remains to be seen what happens with uh, with all of that foreign money coming into the game of golf. Yeah, and, and in case you missed it last night, there was one epic baseball performance, Davis. And by the way, very rare in April these days to have a complete game shutout. But Davis, Walker Bueller, I mean, we talk so much about Kershaw, and for good reason, because Kershaw, if he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, I don't know who is as far as a major league pitcher is concerned. In fact, I don't know that there is... I mean, I guess Max Scherzer, you could say, is probably a first ballot. Maybe Justin Verlander is a first ballot. Those three guys, Grenke, your guy, eventually he'll get in. He may not be a first ballot. But this guy, Walker Buehler Davis, is every bit as good as Kershaw. And maybe this is just simply the year that he does win that Cy Young, right? I mean, eventually it's going to happen. Yeah, he's so good. Uh, I mean, the, the competition is pretty stiff in the National League. I know Walker Buehler had the great game last night, but Corbin Burns was just mowing down the san francisco giants he got uh unfortunately he got degrommed a little bit uh they they only scored they only gave him one run of support and then the bullpen came in immediately gave up two runs and then the brewers tied it and then gave up the lead again so uh kind of sad for carbon burns our scherzer was also pretty strong yesterday mm -hmm. for the new york mets feels like uh we we definitely have a tier of super elite starting pitchers in major league baseball and then we have like 80 guys outside of the 10 best guys who kind of just on any given night you know just who, who knows what is going to happen with them with these guys which is uh i don't know i guess it kind of makes the sport a little bit more interesting when you don't really know if jose barrios or tyler mcgill or whoever is going to have it that night um although we are finally starting to see guys ramp up their pitching which you know their pitch counts right. being guys you know 90 95 pitches in and um i i also by the way i have an inkling that we might get some juice back in these balls as home runs continue to be down you know across baseball yeah the uh, athletic put out a very interesting article today basically saying that they don't think that there's any changes other than what we're just seeing so stay tuned um maybe something very soon in the future all of a sudden whether it's weather or everything else um basically saying that just ignore the data for now and let's check back in two or three weeks well we'll see coming up next the nfl draft is thursday we're going to take a look at some potential players that you may be looking at in fantasy football landing spot is huge for some of the players that we're going to talk about boomer bust wide receivers in the draft our coverage of course right here on sportsman all week long SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We'll have live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft from a wagering perspective right here on SportsGrid this coming Thursday. Scott Farrell is in Las Vegas, and so he will be leading the charge for everything that we're doing here on the channel. And uh, just to kind of give you a scheduling update as far as the rest of the week, uh, I will be filling in for Scott tomorrow afternoon along with Dane Martinez. So tomorrow morning here on Fantasy Sports Today, George Kurtz will be in for me and Davis, and he will go back and forth as far as the NFL draft is concerned. So that being said, Davis is all dug in, and we know what's going to happen as soon as this draft is over. We're losing Davis from the baseball season. The football season officially begins. I'm okay with that. I'll take the baseball. You take the football. Uh, But today we're going to go over some wide receivers in the NFL draft, and in looking at the players that we're going to talk about today, I'm glad we're doing this because I have almost no familiarity with, I, I think I've heard of Calvin Austin. I think I remember him playing, especially two years ago. But beyond these other players that we're going to talk about here, I mean, this is all basically, you know, nerd draft stuff here. So that's why we have uh, you, Davis, for this. Let's let's get into some potential boom or bust wide receivers, where they may be taken, who they may go to. I think that's a huge part of this, too. Yeah. So the first one we have here is Christian Watson. He played at North Dakota State. He is an older prospect. Uh, he's 22 years old right now going to be 23 his first season in the NFL. The reason why Christian Watson of all of these guys is so interesting is there's been a little bit of buzz, you know, not, not a steady drumbeat, but a little bit of buzz that one of those teams that needs a wide receiver in the back half of the draft, right? The chiefs have multiple picks. The Packers have multiple picks. uh, The saints have multiple picks. There's, there's been a little bit of drumbeat that those teams might be interested in his services, particularly I I have heard that Brett Beach, the general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs, does like Christian Watson. Now, does that mean that he's going to spend a first-round pick on him? You know, maybe, maybe not. Uh, the 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 proposition of first-round picks has changed a little bit. You know, that fifth-year option used to be really valuable. It's a lot less valuable now because you are paying them more money and it's fully guaranteed. Uh, it used to be only be fully guaranteed for injury. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's different now. So, 
you know, I don't know if we'll see as many of those. Uh, the Ravens always used to do this, you know, trade up for the 32nd pick in the draft. It's what they did with Lamar to get that fifth-year option. But Watson, I really like. Um, he was one of the, the standout guys at the NFL Combine. I do think he will probably start the year fairly slowly. You know, I don't imagine if he gets drafted by the Packers or by the Chiefs that he's coming in and starting week one. But there is, I, I think, a reasonable chance that he does have a fantasy impact here when he's a big-bodied guy going to play on the outside. You know, maybe kind of a, you know, Drake London is the big-bodied wide receiver who people are most interested in this year, and he's going to go probably in the top 10. So you miss out on Drake London, Christian Watson. Not that bad of a consolation prize, in my opinion. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, and look, this guy could play for anybody and, and even play at a higher level. We haven't seen him all that much. It's only... Uh, Chris, it's only at North Dakota State, so I don't think there's going to be a ton of familiarity right. there. Okay, so now the next player we're going to talk about here, I can speak to Boise State. Davis, their offense has been, I mean, to put it mildly, in the crapper the last couple of years. I, I don't know what's going on with them. Their defense all of a sudden looked really good, but they just really haven't performed like old Boise State teams. So let's talk about Khalil Shakir who, you know, certainly with a with good quarterbacking maybe would have had better numbers. But overall, I think when you look at the Broncos, they definitely have taken a little bit of a step back the last couple of seasons. Yeah, so probably the most interesting thing about Khalil Shakir from an NFL perspective is that, uh, you know, that role that we saw Debo Samuel play in last year where you're getting some end arounds and some design carries and things mm -hmm. like that. And that looks like a pretty valuable role in the NFL. Khalil Shakir, probably other than Wandale Robinson, is probably the wide receiver who is best equipped to fulfill that role in the NFL. He had 71 carries for 414 yards with four rushing touchdowns in four seasons at Boise State. He also was another guy who probably helped his stock a good bit at the Combine, ran a 4-4 at uh, almost 200 pounds, you know, did really well in uh, most of the workouts. So he... I, it's going to kind of depend, you know, where he lands. If uh, Khalil Shakir ends up on one of these teams that we don't feel has a great imagination for offense, right? If he's on the Las Vegas Raiders or the Houston Texans, you know, maybe we don't get that excited. But if he's a third round pick to the Buffalo Bills, to the San Francisco 49ers, to the Miami Dolphins, that's kind of the point where we start to get a little bit more excited about him. And, and you know, he was good his final season. I mean, just one of the things that you you learn if you're a nerd like me over your years in drafting is that these wide receivers who don't have a really great season until their final season in college, right? They spend all four years there. They, they have a little bit harder of a time transitioning. The guys you really want are the guys who leave after their junior year. You know, all pretty much all the first round wide receivers are guys who leave as juniors. So that is a, a red flag a little bit with Khalil Shakir. Okay, and then let's uh, let's cap it off with Memphis, a little bit more of a dynamic offense, I would say, the last couple of seasons. And we're going to look at Calvin Austin the third, 156 receptions, 2,541 receiving yards. And the big number here is he gets in the end zone, 25 total touchdowns. So educate us on Calvin Austin the third. So he is almost the fastest wide receiver in this entire class. He was a track and field athlete in high school. He was a, a nine-time state champion in track and field, and he ran a 4.32 at the Combine. Sounds pretty good, right? You know, a, a Tyreek mm -hmm. Hill type guy. Well, 
The issue is he is uh, he's a little guy. He is 5'8", 170. Now, that you know, it's not to say that that completely disqualifies you from being a good player in the NFL or even being drafted high. We did see Tutu Atwell, who is, uh, I think, even 15 pounds smaller than Calvin Austin, get drafted in the second round to the Los Angeles Rams last year. He got hurt and, and you know, didn't make his way out on to the field, but that doesn't mean he can't get drafted. I, the other, I guess, you know, kind of the other interesting thing about Austin is that uh, he went to Memphis and you might not think of Memphis as like, you know, a factory for NFL talent, but you would be wrong. I mean, the, the list of guys who went to Memphis who are now NFL players, it's a, it's a very long list, right? We have four NFL running backs who went to Memphis. We have guys like uh, Anthony Miller uh, we have, um, you know, Kenny Gainwell, who kind of fulfilled that hybrid role. Of course, Antonio Gibson went to Memphis. Daryl Henderson went to Memphis. Tony Pollard went to Memphis. So, uh, you know, kind of guys in that hybrid rushing receiving role like Calvin Austin. There is at least a, you know, kind of a direct pipeline to the NFL. I am, if I had to rank these guys in order of my excitement, I would definitely mm-hmm. put them in the order we discussed them. Uh, I would put Christian Watson at the top then Khalil Shakur, then Calvin Austin. But again, uh, you know, for example, if Calvin Austin gets drafted by the Cardinals, right, a team that uh, desperately needs some speed on the outside, Andy Isabella not happening. We'll see what happens with Rondell Moore. It, it's going to be very uh, team-specific with Calvin Austin in terms of how excited I get about him for the NFL draft and for fantasy football next year. All right. Uh, before we wrap, the first pick overall seems like it's very much up in the air at this point. I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Davis on FanDuel, they flipped the favorites, right, for the first to second overall pick? Yes. Uh, so Aiden Hutchinson has kind of been the consensus favorite this entire time. Uh, right, you know, breakfast time yesterday, 8 a.m., 9 a.m. Uh, it looked like the sports books started to take a lot of money on Trayvon Walker being the top overall pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who knows what Trent Baalke and, and Shad Khan are up to? There's there's rumors that those two disagree on who they should mm-hmm. take with their first overall pick between Hutchinson and Walker. But uh, if you got the plus money on Trayvon Walker, then I think you're feeling pretty good about your wager because of how much that line moved. All right. Well, we will have another preview tomorrow and then a full preview on Thursday right here on Fantasy Sports Today. But coming up next, it's time for us to look at the three-game NBA slate tonight including the Atlanta Hawks and Miami Heat. The Hawks are up against it again, going back to Miami. Miami's the biggest favorite on the board tonight. We'll hear from Nate McMillan on the team's chances coming up and set a daily fantasy lineup. So stay on the grid. Be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today on Sports Grid. We've got three games in the NBA tonight. We're going to help you set a DFS lineup over on DraftKings. So we're going to give you a minute or two here to get your phone out or get out your iPad or tablet, whatever you're using, and we're going to help you out here. Uh, But before we do that, let's talk a little bit about what the Atlanta Hawks are up against. This is now another opportunity for them to win in a game where they potentially could be eliminated. Remember what happened Uh, Back in the play-in games, the Hawks were very good in elimination games. Well, their backs are up against the wall tonight, and their head coach, Nate McMillan, says they will try and channel that idea and energy in Miami this evening. We have been in this situation, uh, you know, this season, uh, must-win situations, and uh, right now we're 2-0, you know. So, yes, I think it is uh, something to that when we – uh, you know, in a, in a do or die situation, we've stepped up and uh, we've been able to uh, play well, uh, really play ourselves into the playoffs. And, uh, you know, that is something that we, we definitely will uh, talk about, discuss. Yeah. And look, Davis, with Atlanta, if, if Trey Young is Trey Young and has one of his good games, I mean, the line is seven. Atlanta's probably going to cover and they have a chance to win. But when he's off, like, they just don't have the other options there, Davis, you know. And, and I think that's sort of what's going to hold Atlanta back. You saw what happened the other night. They lost by, like, 20. It was never even close. But, um, look, I mean, maybe having Atlanta's back against the wall will give them a chance tonight. But for me, it's just simply if Trey Young puts up 35 or 40, they're probably going to cover the seven. And if he's nine for 27 shooting, Atlanta's going home. Yeah, Trey Young stunk uh in in game four right he played 36 minutes he went three for 11 guy scored nine points i mean they're they're never ever winning games where trey young scores less than 20 points right it's just basically impossible in the playoffs and they're not really getting anything from their secondary guys deandre hunter happened to have a great game in game four and it didn't even matter probably probably honestly considering the stakes the best game of deandre hunter's young career he went nine for 13 from the floor in 30 minutes but john collins has been bad i mean look there's just no way about it he's kind of supposed to be their second star he's been hurt he's been ineffective uh same thing for clint capella they're uh they pay capella a lot of money off off the top of my head i think capella makes 19 million dollars per year uh what did he do in game four uh two points two Hmm. points from from clint capella so that's that's not really gonna get it done um and and you know really elimination games in the nba playoffs they go one of two ways, right? It's where the score gets out of control early and the losing team is like, you know what? Cancun, baby. Let's get to the beach. <laughs> I, you know, I got my flight is waiting for me. Or you see what the Raptors did against the 76ers last night, back against the wall, and they say, nope, nope, we're not laying down. We're doing this. And it ends up kind of being 
uh, you know, a, a reverse, a reverse type blowout where the, the winning team, the winning team feels a little bit too confident, a little bit too comfortable, uh, which kind of happened with the Warriors and the Nuggets the other night as well. Honestly, Craig, I do think the Heat get it done tonight. I think, I think we see a lot of Trey Young shots. We're going to talk about Trey Young here in a little bit, but uh, okay. I, I would not be on the Hawks tonight. I think the Heat are just going to take care of business here. All right. Well, we will see tonight in the three games. Let's take a look at the Daily Fantasy lineup. By the way, you can get all of this information over at DailyRoto.com for free. Davis is putting Tyler Hero of the Heat in his lineup tonight at 6,500. We've got Landry Shamet. He is at 3,600. Some really low-priced players I see tonight because spending up for some others. Brandon Ingram is at 8,900. Herbert Jones is 4,800. And then Xavier Tillman. 3500 may be the min price that I've seen Davis you use since the playoffs began. So let's let's set the, these first five here. Well, this slate is probably honestly it's probably the most interesting slate we've had in the playoffs because we have the uh Memphis Grizzlies who changed their starting lineup uh very late in the game. Actually, it was it was kind of announced that Xavier Tillman was going to start. Now he played his normal minutes. He played 16 minutes and and he was fine. In that game, uh, it, it you know b- barely did anything, but Tillman was kind of the hero of Game One against Minnesota. So I I am expecting him to start again, and you know if he if he gets us you know 15, 16 DraftKings points, we are gonna feel fine with that. Uh, Herbert Jones I think has kind of been one of the stars of this playoff series. He just is playing a ton of minutes every single night. He had a great game with steals and blocks the other night. And I, I think without Herbert Jones, I think even without Devin Booker, I think the Pelicans probably would have taken care of business up into, or the Suns would have taken care of business up to this point. Brandon Ingram has also been phenomenal in this series, a big reason why the Pelicans have been able to take advantage of Devin Booker being out of the lineup, you know, already has uh, multiple, actually has three 30-point games already in this series. I think we can see another one of those tonight. I don't know who is going to be playing the uh, the Devin Booker guard minutes. They, they've switched it up. Uh, the, the two games that Booker hasn't played, we've seen Shamit, we've seen Payne, we've seen Aaron Holiday. I, I think we might see a starting lineup change for the Phoenix Suns, actually, because the coaches, I mean, they like when something's not working, a really good coach is going to change things up. And I think one of the things that uh, the Suns could do is just try to get a little bit more spacing on the floor because playing with Crowder, Bridges, and then one of these, uh, you know, Cameron Johnson types means they really only have two shooters on the floor at a time. So I wonder if they put Shamit in the starting lineup just to give Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton a little bit more space. And then with Kyle Lowry likely out for at least another week, maybe more than that. Uh, and, and Hero coming off of a, a poor game and that win in game four against the Hawks. He only played 21 minutes, only made one shot in that game, missed all his three-pointers. I think Hero is a really interesting pivot play. Gabe Vincent started at point guard for the Heat the other night, played 27 minutes. I think in, in a competitive game, in a game where if the Hawks are really pushing them, I think we'll see Vincent's minutes go down to like 18, 19, and Hero get up to like 34, 35. Yeah, P.J. Tucker uh, and and a bunch of guards basically in that last game against Atlanta is not something they they normally do. All right, let's take a look at the final three options, and this is where the money is being spent. Trey Young tonight at 9,300 in a do-or-die game. Jimmy Butler, 9,200, and then Jared Vanderbilt in the flex spot at 4,100. So 
I suppose a lot of Hawks and, and Heat for you tonight. So maybe this is an over on their total as well tonight. Yeah, those so so in general, the elimination games, the game fives, the game six, the game sevens, when when teams are up against the wall, they starters minutes just get extended there, right? Because it's like what what am I saving Trey Young for? You know, what what is what are the, the Hawks thinking like? Or 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 converse the Heat. So the Heat, if they win this game, that gets them some good rest, right? You know, they're going to have, they, they, that gets them extra three, four days of rest, saves them a day of travel. You know, all, all that stuff is really big in terms of winning the playoffs. So instead of sitting, you know, Jimmy Butler, you know, having him play 34 minutes, you're supposed to putting him in for 41 minutes, right? And ha- just having him, just having him go for it. So I really like Butler tonight. Uh, Trey Young, probably my my top play of the night. Uh, you know, absolute stone cold, must win game. I, I, I don't think they're going to be getting a bye, you know, with DeLon Wright minutes at point guard. I think we see, uh, you know, probably 40 minutes as a stone-cold floor for Trey Young, but I think we could see up to 44, 45 minutes for him tonight against the Heat. You know, maybe he gets one rest at the beginning of the second quarter, one rest at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and that's pretty much it. And then the rest of it is Trey time. And then Vanderbilt, uh, I, I'm not sure why DraftKings is setting – his salary this way. He's played 35 and 32 minutes uh, as a corresponding lineup change to what the Grizzlies have been doing. The Grizzlies have been playing less with Steven Adams, you know, less with the traditional Mm -hmm. center and more with Tillman and Brandon Clark and Kyle Anderson as their big guys, which has meant that Vanderbilt is actually getting not only the power forward minutes, but also the backup center minutes for the Minnesota Timberwolves. So instead of playing, you know, their, their traditional uh, backup center, you know, instead of playing Naz Reed or Greg Monroe or Nathan Knight or whatever, they're just having Vanderbilt play backup center when Clark or Tillman is in there. So I, I mean, I think you should see 30 or so minutes again tonight. And uh, yeah, that's, that's how I see it tonight on DraftKings. All right, let's end with this. Uh, let's stay away from prediction. We're, we basically have not even touched on Brooklyn. Let's do it here. What are they going to do, Davis? What in the world are they going to do? It looks like they acquired a player that they have serious questions about. They let James Harden go to Philadelphia. They looked awful in almost all four games against Boston. What's next for them? Well, they're going to give Kyrie Irving um, four years, uh, $157 million, whatever his supermax is. Uh, they are, I, I, I think Kevin Durant is under contract for two more seasons for them. So they don't really have to do anything there. Uh, I, I think the biggest thing that the, actually, no, Kevin Durant is, um, own, is, is not technically under contract. He's got a player option. So they might want to try to renegotiate with Kevin Durant. Um, I, I think really it's, it's going to be mostly basic stuff, right? So it's going to be. what the Golden State Warriors used to do, find the veteran minimum guys who are willing to come in. The biggest thing they have to do is they just got to find one more shooter. They got to find a guy who can play with Simmons, Kyrie, and Durant um, and who can allow them to to get some more space. And even if Bruce Brown is the fourth, then trying to find a center maybe with a little bit of range. I wonder if like Frank Kaminsky, which I know is crazy, like, oh, that guy's going to solve the Brooklyn Nets problems. But we saw the issue in game three and game four was Durant just has no space. He's got no room to work, and guy just gets worn down, and you can't you can't really win basketball games that way. So you, so yes or no, Ben Simmons plays with Brooklyn. Oh yeah, hundred percent. There there's there's no way out of it. I think yeah, I, I no way they recoup what they've lost. That he has to. All right, fantasy reality coming up next, and then the Sports Grid sixty, 
And then we are done for the day here at uh, 1 o'clock or 12 o'clock Eastern. Don't forget, Newswire coming up 2 o'clock Eastern today. We'll have the latest going on in the world of sports wagering. Right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. you want to ask us a question on fantasy or reality here's how you do it go to social media and follow us on twitter at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid tv for the latest news notes and information and make sure you tag us with your question and if we like your question then maybe we will use it on the show that's at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid tv on twitter go there right now and follow us if you wouldn't mind all right some updated news davis from major league baseball so i'm going to read this to you So you can get an understanding. You're going to have to process this as I'm reading. This is from MLB Communications. So uh, there is an agreement that they made before the season, the players and the uh, the owners, as the, the parties monitor player health, the maximum of 13 pitchers on active rosters was set to begin next week, Davis, May the 2nd. But instead, they're going to put that into effect on May the 30th. And so a 14 pitcher, right now it's 15, but a 14-pitcher maximum will be in place from May 2nd to the 29th. So, I mean, this, this is good and bad. I mean, it's good because they're giving some extra time to the pitchers. It's bad because, as we've kind of illustrated here, they're using so many relievers at the end of games. These games are going on forever. But at least one less reliever starting on May the 2nd, and then after May the 29th, basically it goes back to almost regular rosters. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I definitely think that move is the correct one. I, I think of all the time-saving moves that that people have, uh, you know, that people have thrown out there, uh, pitch clocks, batter can't leave the box, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I think, don't you think the simplest way to do it is to minimize the total number of pitchers that can be used in a game period so you can have as many as you want on the roster or maybe you remove like what is it like three call-ups and send downs that a pitcher can have 
Maybe you just say five pitchers. You get five pitchers for a game, unless someone gets injured, right? You know, if you have uh, a a comebacker or a guy gets hurt or whatever, but you say you got your starter, you have two long relievers, two closers, or, you know, two, you know, set up closer type guys or whatever. I think, doesn't, don't you think that does the best job of speeding up the game of any potential legislation? Yeah. Well, I would tell you, I don't know the answer to that. It sounds like a pretty good idea, but where I'm in total agreement are all the pitching changes. There's no question. And what's happening, Davis, is that if you remember when there was like lefty specialists, like those are, you would think that those are gone. They're really not gone, Davis. What they're doing is is the the, uh, managers are bringing them in to get one out, the third out of every inning because they don't have to bring them in for the next inning because they're getting the final out of the inning. And that basically like circumvents the rule of the three, uh, three batter minimum. So <laughs> the, the specialists are still alive and well. It's just they're being used differently. All right, time for a little fantasy of reality. Here we go. Let's find out what's on deck. All right, another gimmick for, of course, professional football. I believe the USFL may have played again last week. I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. But regardless of that, uh, there is a fan-controlled football league. In this league, Davis, fans download an app, and they can help call the plays in this league. And uh, apparently, one of the players in this league is uh, Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel. He's the quarterback. And uh, Terrell Owens is in this league too. And apparently they like, you know, uh, Johnny football threw a touchdown to T.O. So how about that? They play on a team called the Zappers. That's as much as I know about this. I've made my point about this minor league football. I just will never watch it. I will be shocked if the USFL gets through the season. Story for another day. Fantasy or reality, Davis, Mr. Football over here. You will watch two minutes, just two, of the next Zappers game. Fantasy or reality. So I do. Um, I I see highlights of this league because one of the NFTs that I own, uh, you actually owns. So the 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 entity that did the NFT owns one of these teams in fan controlled football, and so you know I follow a, a couple of those guys on Twitter, and they you know go to these games and they're involved in you know enacting the fan controlled stuff. So I'm not going to watch it. You know I'm not going to. I'm not going to the live stream of, uh, you know, of, of these games, but I do see some of the highlights and stuff on my Twitter feed. So, so fantasy, I'm not watching it. Um, you know, it's fine. It feels like maybe something that's more fun to go to, right? Cheap beer and see some, it's like dinner and a show or whatever, you know, but uh, no, right. Uh, fantasy. I'm not watching the, uh, the, the zappers. Uh, yeah. Fantasy on fun to go to, by the way, for me too. Is the USFL still happening? Did, did they play last week? They did. Yeah, they sure did. Did it go well? I have no idea. So the issue is that uh, the, the coaches are bad. The coaches, the, the coaches of these teams, you know, what I mean, we have guys like Jeff Fisher and stuff. Uh, they're just, they're just running all the time. Now, now one of the teams, Tampa Bay is pretty good. Mm-hmm. They have some good wide receivers. Uh, Jordan Ta'amu, who was on the chiefs for the last two years is their starting quarterback. Uh, they're pretty good. And uh, Philadelphia has a good team as well, but like the worst four teams in the league are like, they stink. They really stink. So, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's, you know, it's not very good quality football. Uh, and I, I, I just think that the biggest thing is these leagues, 
these spring football leagues need to incentivize passing, right? Like they, they just have to find ways to incentivize offense to make it more watchable. All right. So anyway, I'll answer this question. Two minutes of the next Zappers game. Of course, this is a fantasy. I'm shocked that Brett would even bring this up on, on our show. He knows my answer to this. I mean, with the million things I have going on, the Zappers is definitely not 60 seconds. It's not 30 seconds. It's not 10 seconds of my time. I, I, I will not be watching this. All right. Something that I will be watching along with everybody else, I'm sure, is a Thursday night football, which is moving to Amazon. So naturally, if you have the fire stick or you watch Amazon, this is very easy to watch. But if you don't look, let's be honest, Davis, there are a lot of people that are not savvy with this stuff and, and you know, maybe are, aren't going to go for it. We'll see. Right now, it looks like Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet will call the games. And there's rumors about maybe Pat McAfee joining the broadcast. Kay Adams, who I used to work with on satellite radio apparently she may be leaving uh, nfl network and going to amazon uh, broadcasters for me are sort of secondary to this idea of just generally the success of airing football you know let's be honest more or less on an app fantasy or reality davis amazon thursday night football will be a success uh yeah reality it will be a success uh well as many people watch it as would watch it if it was on the nfl network i mean honestly i don't know i would uh i would bet more people have um more people have amazon prime than have the access to the nfl network right whether that be you know via cable subscription or whatever now it's just a matter of you know viewing habits but if amazon's goal is to just weave their way into the inextricable fabric of everyone's lives having live sports is way is is a great way to do it right because live sports is like the number one most valuable tv stuff to own i mean even the most popular tv show uh whatever it would be game of thrones euphoria name it uh having the the rights to live sports is more valuable than the most popular tv show of the last 10 years. So I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say reality. It, it, it will help Amazon reach their goal. You know, I'm, I'm surprised to hear you say one thing that you said, cause I, I don't agree with it, but maybe you can prove me otherwise based on data. I, I think more people have NFL network than are watching on Amazon prime. I, I think that, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's my overall. I, well, you can I, I have think Amazon that, prime anywhere in the world, right? Yeah, but I just I, I think that if you said, okay, take all take all of the access. Okay, let's put it this way: you're you're fifty five. You're fifty. You're not thirty five, Davis. You're fifty five. Right now, um, find NFL Network or find Amazon Prime. Uh, video, Amazon Prime Video. Go. Seventy seventy one million people have the NFL network and in America one hundred and forty eight million people have Amazon Prime. Do, do they know how to Google. watch it? Do they know how to watch it? Well oh definitely not. Definitely I would say half of those people don't even know how to watch Amazon Prime. Right. That that's kind of my point. You know, uh, yes, having Amazon Prime, yes, have actually having it shopping with it, no question. But watching the video and streaming it, I think it's tougher. I think it at least you know, older people, it's probably tougher for them to do than it is just to pop on their Comcast, their Xfinity, their DirecTV, their Dish. I think that they know how to do that. Um, regardless, this will be a success. I mean, come on. any It doesn't matter where they air it. It doesn't matter who's going to be on. I mean, honestly, no disrespect to anybody broadcaster that's going to be on. It's going to be 
a success no matter what it's 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 good everyone's gonna want to watch it that's gonna make everybody watch amazon prime <laughs> everyone will have to figure it out at that point for me it's very easy but i don't know for some people i think it may be tough but of course you have the nfl doesn't matter what day black friday sure thursday night sure has there ever been an unsuccessful nfl venture i'm, I'm trying to think of one and I, I can't come up with one so uh reality finally uh now look let's get into this here a little bit because uh, this, this this is sort of like a topic that that I found, uh, you know, kind of interesting here because uh, there was, you know, something that was posted about living in the colonial times when you were a kid. And this was posted on people on Twitter and uh, basically not knowing whether somebody is old or young. I went through this last week, Davis, in fact, with Jazz Chisholm of the Marlins. It was like the first player that I thought, like, my gosh, I feel old talking to this kid. Uh, fantasy or reality, you have been called old by a child. Is this true or false, fantasy or reality? Uh, not by a child, but by, like, 20-year-olds, right? Like, 20, 21-year-olds. They they think that I am old. My, uh, my partner's little brother thinks that I am old. Uh, you know, I, I, I meet some kids out on the golf course every once in a while or whatever, you know, because I go out by myself and get matched up. Like, I, I am... Um, I'm almost 30. So I am definitely to the end. And there is also at, at my age, there is a clear differentiation between people of my age who remember a life without the internet and without smartphones. You know, I didn't get my first phone until I was 15. I remember, you know, not having internet or having dial up internet and things. And then there is the, you know, I'm a, I'm a middle-aged millennial, but then there's the Gen Z kids who have had internet as long as they can remember yeah. Netflix when they were five, they've had, uh, you know, they, their first phone was an iPhone, you know, things like that. So there is, uh, I, it, I haven't been called old, but I definitely do feel old compared to the Gen Z kids for sure. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, somebody directly calling me old, I mean, you'd be fair in doing it. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's an issue for me, but I don't think that that's happened to me anytime recently. Like I said, I, I think, I, I think what happened for me last week, Davis was, uh, you know, covering baseball and covering sports and dealing with kids now that are 22 and 23 and trying to get in their head as far as like what they're thinking, as opposed to somebody who's 30, who's been around the league for a long time. It's just a really difficult thing to do to have that kind of conversation. So jazz was, was a good example of that for me last week, him being on social media, saying some things, those show up on a t-shirt. You know, the T-shirt becomes popular, viral, purchased. They send me one of the T-shirts. And then on the T-shirt, it says, Drill Your Mama. Do you really think that Craig Mish is going to be out there wearing a Drill Your Mama shirt? It's very unlikely, <laughs> even though I'm going to have one somewhere in my closet. All right, it'll stay there. We'll take a quick timeout. We've got the Sports Grid 60 coming up next. And then Kevin and Donnie are standing by at 1 o'clock Eastern. We'll be right back. 12 o'clock. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'll be right back here with you at 2 o'clock Eastern for a brand new edition of Newswire. So make sure you stay tuned. That is at 2 o'clock Eastern every single day, Monday through Friday, here on Sports Grid. As we end the show today, let's turn it over to Davis Maddock with today's Sports Grid at 60. This is probably one of my favorite times of year for betting because, uh, you know, if you ask anyone from the risk management team at a sports book, they will tell you we can't win on the NFL draft. You know, they offer NFL draft props as a customer acquisition tool. You get people in, deposit a hundred bucks. Oh, I bet my favorite team to do this. I got this, you know, whatever. And if you're really smart and you're savvy and you don't get limited by one of these books, I mean, you really can make uh, a killing on on these um you know, one of my favorite ones uh, uh sauce gardner to go number three to the houston texans that was as high as nine to one a week ago down to like four to one on the FanDuel sportsbook now but there are just all sorts of angles you can take so i would encourage you to take a moment go to your sportsbook of choice scroll through just hit a couple wagers because they're likely plus expected value All right, speaking of sports betting, over the last decade or so, if you simply faded the New York Mets, you probably would have done pretty well for yourself. This season, they are off to a 13-5 start, most wins in Major League Baseball. And for the first time, dare I say in a long time, is it possible that this is actually going to be a successful Mets season? Not one that looks pretty good and then falls apart, or one that is good and then is just a disaster. Mets fans are thinking that this is it. There's just something special happening with them, potentially winning these games late. Maybe Jacob deGrom is coming back this summer. Look out for the Mets. Blind betting against them. Maybe not the thing to do this year. We'll see. Thanks to our friends, of course, at LTN, Danny and Ryan on our graphics, and for our producer, Brett Levy, and my co-host, Davis Maddock. I'm Craig Mish. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. I'll see you at 2 o'clock Eastern for Newswire. Until then, have a great day. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. 
That's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.